All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Cassidy.com. Cassidy is the fastest growing lifestyle community online and a great place to connect with sexy people. And one of the things I really love about Cassidy is the fact that you know the people on there, especially if they are validated, are real people. They're not bots like some of the free sites. We hear all the time from people, oh, I don't really want to pay for a site. There's so many free ones out there. Yeah, there are. And they're crap, which is why a few dollars a month is really going to get you a better experience. And you can try it for free when you go to our website, frontporchswingers.com, go to the bottom of the homepage and click on the Cassidy banner. Get 30 free days and come say hello to us on there. We're on there as Front Porch Swingers. And we'd love for you to join our two communities. We have our Front Porch Swingers community full of podcast news and updates, as well as our brand new Vegas Hot Wives community, which is going to have all of our Vegas hot wife fun posted in there so we'll see you at cassidy.com so i'll say this we took a break i took a break from the naughtiness this past week and i needed it i needed to come down from the hormones and the craziness and the sex and i think my vagina just needed a rest let's be real well you were a giant slut for like <laughs> seven days i know it was i mean so fun out of control giant slut for like for like a week yeah the better part of a week a week straight basically yeah. and then when i came off of it it's like a fucking you know like when you go on a bender and then afterwards you you just can't fucking do it yeah, anymore. I, yeah, it's like, but yeah, it's like your typical weekend in Vegas. Like, okay, I just, I can't Vegas anymore. Yeah, exactly. And you get home and you, all you want to do is drink water and lay in bed. Yep. Yeah, that was basically my week after the week of total fucking sluttiness. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, it was, it was fucking fun. No doubt about it. And look, we have, there's so much that happened. We haven't even scratched the surface of it yet. And I'm just excited about all of the, the contacts that we're making as we start our, our move to Vegas. Yes. I mean, I'm, it's crazy how many people I'm communicating with pretty routinely daily now on you know all the platforms that we kind of fuck with so it's cra- it's super exciting i'm thrilled with it yeah me too some of it not awesome okay do you some wanna, of it not awesome do you no, want to talk it, about that? it'll be my it'll be my tip of the week this week for sure <laughs> I, i'm kind of i'm kind of fucking bothered by a little of it i don't mind saying that for sure i have a, i have a thing i got a hard on for this one particular topic i don't know why it bothers me yeah and you know. you, you don't usually speak your mind so no <laughs> never no. You're not usually very opinionated, so this is very surprising. Yeah, almost never happens. <laughs> almost never happens. Uh, yeah, I'm super, I'm ready. We are, man, we are just winding down. We've been having some really, just a lot of fun lately, going to see a lot of live music, going to some places we haven't been. We went back to Epcot, had a fucking blast there. Oh my gosh, yes. We went to Disney. We had a dear friend give us tickets to go, which was yes. so fucking nice. And we had the best time. It was definitely more family friendly than the week prior, as mentioned. Which yeah, was it's about balance. You yeah. know, you got to have some balance. Life is definitely about balance. For so sure. We went to Animal Kingdom and Epcot and it was so fucking fun. Oh yeah, my God. it's nice to not have to. It's nice to not look at 
all the platforms, all the sites, you know, all your messages, all the bullshit, leaving the phones, just not fucking with it for a few days. Yeah, we were basically off of our phones for a couple of days, which was really needed. It was a, a really nice disconnect. And I think you and I needed that reconnection, too. For sure, especially, I mean, it's full court press, man. We we are f- fucking running and gunning with all the shit that's happening. We got pod bashes coming up, obviously. We haven't really talked much about that, but we are like four days away from the beginning of that for us at the time we're recording this right now. Yes. I mean, I, I don't even know that I'm ready. I, I, I've been looking so fucking forward to it for the last 10 months. I'm not sure if I'm ready. We have I'm so not much ready. shit to do. <laughs> yeah. So much. It's it's going to be a lot of work to get ready for it. But well, oh when, we, when we pl- started to plan it, when we started laying out the idea 10 months ago, we didn't know we were moving two days later. No. That was not the fucking plan. Probably not the best planning we've ever done. No, we always do that shit. <laughs> Whenever we think, oh, we got so much going on. Nah, we don't have enough. Let's put some more shit on top of that pile. We are so those people. I yeah. think honestly what it is is we, we hate to sit still. Still. Well, we thrive in the chaos. Yeah, we do. We you really know, do. If, if everything's not on fire, <laughs> I'm just like, eh, this is boring. <laughs> you know, let's 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 piss on this fire a little bit. Let's throw some kerosene on this. I think we're a little bit masochistic in that way. <laughs> yeah, I just so yeah, we're just adding to the fucking in the insanity. You know, all kinds of irons in the fire for sure. But I, I can't wait. It's gonna be so much fun. Uh, but yeah, the hot wife space for you about two weeks ago was as active as it's ever been for us yes it was man you were seeing a whole lot of dick <laughs> so, you were so like an much. amateur and fucking some pussy let's be real yeah i, no, I was sure. an equal opportunist that week yeah amateur urologist is what you were just a <laughs> lot of dick i'm a dick expert after that week yeah for sure so today's story which i know very little about except one particular piece that's amusing and the rest i'm sure uh super hot super naughty as per usual for yeah, you. Yeah, that's a pretty safe bet. So yeah. we'll, we'll get to that soon. But that definitely came from my slutty week for sure. I will say, I think it was too much sluttiness now that I've How had time to- How is that possible? Now that I've had time to come down from it, I think I was a little overwhelmed. How? How were you overwhelmed by dick? I, it happened. And it, vagina for that matter. I reached my dick threshold. That's what happened. I don't... That's a thing? Yes. You have that? It is a thing. I learned that about myself. Wow. I had no idea. All yeah. right. So we now know what the limit is. What yeah. is it? Like six play partners in a week? Is that the limit? Counting you, it was six yeah. that week. So, I think that's too much. I think I got to stick with five. <laughs> well, to be fair, that's not the, that's not the norm, right? I mean, you no. were just in a... You had this... You kind of had this mood going and you wanted to see all of our friends before we left and that was really the only way to cram it all in like you know to figure of speech of course <laughs> cram it all just in. cramming it all cramming all that dick in <laughs> it was really the only way to do it theoretically from a schedule perspective well not necessarily i didn't have to fuck everyone but i wanted, but you to, wanted fuck to everyone yeah i wanted to have that one yeah, last and i'm rock. calling bullshit anyway because one third of the people that you were like oh i have to see them for this last time we're gonna see this weekend yeah, so you're totally full of shit. <laughs> but it was not, it's not quality time at Pod Bash. It's going to be fucking crazy. There's uh, going to be so much going on. Uh, what? I'm still calling bullshit. <laughs> okay. You could easily have deferred some of the naughtiness to this coming weekend. Yeah. Because like three or four of these folks are coming. Yeah. You know, literally to the event. <laughs> so you could have kind of put it off. But no, 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 no. You just had to cram all the dick, dick, dick. You had to get all the dick. 
Yeah, well, I'm glad I did because now I know I have a dick threshold. I've okay. learned something new about myself. Is that what this was? It was a test? It was. Okay. Yes. All right. I this was is to figure myself. out where the, the, the line was drawn? Exactly. All right. All right. That, fine. If it's scientific, I guess. It's we'll... actually, it's self growth. So it was actually a very healthy week for <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> let's call it that. Let's call self, let's call it, let's call it a growth spurt. For you. <laughs> it was a growth spurt. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that. Whatever. Anyway, you were a giant slut. I think it was super fucking hot. And look, we're already talking about, so who are the first people we're going to meet? when we get to Vegas because we have a lot of people reaching out. We have people that are, we have friends that are going to be there already. Yeah. And they're going to be there for a period of time. Yep. And then it's like, oh, hey, we're also going to be there and we're coming to town on this date. Like, how the... Like, how the fuck are we doing this? Because you know what happens, right? You move someplace like Vegas or wherever, and the first 30 days, it's like everyone wants to come visit you. Yeah, exactly. People that we haven't been able to see in a long time, like especially now because we've been traveling, and now they all want to come, like, you know, within the first fucking month. Yeah, because it's Vegas. Yeah, but it's also, like, because it's new, and we're just getting there, and they, you know, and they want to come, and now it's an excuse to come, and yeah, it's it's going to be a little bit out of control, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Within a couple of months, everyone will forget that we're in Vegas and we'll just be able to fucking, you know. Just fuck the locals. Chill, yeah, chill and fuck locals. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're trying to get to. That's our that's our goal, that's, you know. That's our happy spot. Yeah. yeah, trying to fuck the folks that live closest to us. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, we'll do that. <laughs> we we have been communicating with some very cool people, though. And oh, what yeah. What I really like about Vegas and the people we've been communicating with is that there's a lot of variety. I feel like, you know, back at home in Montana, it was a lot of, like, the same couples wanting the same types of things and not to say that there aren't hot wife couples or or couples that play separately in a place like Montana but it doesn't seem to be the norm and what I like a lot about Vegas is you find a lot of different variety there are people that only play together there are people yeah. that only play separately there are people that play only in threesome situations I mean it's just it kind of runs the gamut and that's exciting to me because I want to experience variety well it's interesting you talk about like people who travel to different places for various reasons. We had a lot of folks that would travel to where we lived in Montana because it's a ski resort. It's the biggest ski resort in the country. But when you think of it that way, it's still the same type of people that live there. Right. Right. It's it's the same mindset. So they're looking for the same things, right? It's still, this, it's like we talked about and kind of joked about, it's the profile pictures holding the fucking fish. Like that's just a thing. <laughs> right. Or you're on the ski slopes. It's one of those two things. So it's still the same type of people, even though they are from other places. A lot of the people that are hitting me up now are like, hey, I w this is where we live, but we are planning a trip to Vegas. And this is where we're, we live now, but we're headed there this time, this, you know, next year. And they come from all over the world. But like you said, they have very different tastes because not everyone goes to Vegas for the same reason. Yeah. People were coming to our town in Montana for the same fucking reason. One reason. You wanted to freeze your ass off and you wanted to go skiing. Right. <laughs> or fishing, ice fishing. That's what you did. So, and eat some bison. For sure. And so this is whole, all, a whole different concept because they're not just coming for that one thing or any one thing. Right. Right. You know, so you're getting a lot of that variety, which I'm seeing a lot of and really surprised because my profile, uh, you know, we have separate profiles as well as our, our couple profile, obviously is set to single dude. I'm getting a lot of people looking at it. And I was really surprised by that. But I'm it's, not surprised by that. Well, but it's different, right? Because in Montana, that wasn't a thing. Right. But in Vegas, it's it's absolutely something that's happening a lot. It's just really kind of, it's just very different. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Because most of the, the people, change. most of the people reaching out seem very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Not all of them. 
<laughs> not all of them, but most of them are very cool. Okay. Do you want to get to your couple's tip of the week then? Well, I, listen, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm interested, obviously, in your opinion on this. You have one. We've, we've kind of been chatting with some of the folks in our Telegram group about it. And I don't know. It just bothers me. If you are a couple and you look at a, the profile of a single person, a single guy, in this case, it's me, right? You don't necessarily leave a message, but you've looked a number of times, two, three, four times within a couple of days period. But then I go to look at your profile predominantly to send you a thank you email, which by the way, I do to every fucking person that looks at my profile. If you get on my profile, the one particularly on Cassidy, let's say, and you look at me, whether you've left me a message or not, I respond to you with an email thanking you for taking the time to look at my profile. Wow. Okay? That's I do that very with gentlemanly of you. Everyone. Yeah. All right? Well, with the caveat of if you're a couple and you look at my profile, but your fucking profile is set for single guys not to be able to view you, I can't do that. Yeah. And that pisses me off. So for some reason, you get to view me, but I don't get to view you. And I get it. Everyone's like, oh, well, I'm sure they get inundated with all the single men. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't care. If you're going to look at my profile a number of times, it's not like you looked at it by accident. You did it three, four, five times in this one particular case and never said anything. And I can't view yours. It's basically like you've put yourself at the top of this hierarchy, you know, some kind of virtual pedestal. Yeah. And you get to look down on me. Yeah. But, and I don't get to look, I don't get to peer in your windows. They're too tinted. You lowly single man. Yeah. You're just throwing crumbs down from the, you know, from your fucking throne, you know? <laughs> and it's like, oh, come on, man. It's just, it's such, bu- such bullshit. I don't want to hear about how many single guys, oh, we constantly get messages from single guys. Do you know how many fucking messages we get from single guys? I mean, you deal with it all day long Hundreds on of multiple week. fucking platforms. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, I think you have to, you know, I think there has to be some some give and take, right? Some There should be at least a level of mutual respect in that if you're going to look at me, I should be able to see yours. And at the very least, thank you for taking the time to look, even if it never goes any further. A lot of people that I, I send that message to or a message to thanking them for, you know, taking the time to check me out, I really appreciate it. They don't respond back and I don't need them to. I just want you to know that I appreciated it. That's it. Yeah. I also don't like when couples put on their profile, we'll play with select single guys, but don't reach out to us. We'll reach out to you if we're interested. Well, listen, I don't even have that big a problem with that. I do have on my profile when it comes to dudes, for particularly because obviously I list myself as bi and pansexual. But the problem with some of these profiles is I don't want to be attacked by a bunch of single guys that are looking for men or people who identify as men because you're on the DL and you know you don't have a picture and all that kind of shit. I mean, I'm over that. So I make it clear, if you're not someone who is open, you don't have pictures in your profile, don't fuck with me. I don't have an issue with that. Yeah, but that's different than we as the couple feel like we have we have more right to reach out to you if we're interested versus you reaching out to us. Well, which is why my like profile that. reads the way it does. Either you are interested in single men and you're open to communicating with them or you're not. Yeah. Having this weird in-between thing where you get to decide if you're going to communicate with a single guy and they should never reach out to you. I just feel like it's so one-sided. And like you said, it's that hierarchy thing. The couples feel like they have all the power with men. Well, and the truth of the matter is, for me, I don't reach out. 
you know I don't. I don't reach out to couples. Right. So anyone who's looking at my profile or is reaching out to me is making that first move. I'm not doing that. So I just don't. It's not It's not my go-to. It's not my thing. I don't want to, you know, I'm not a guy who goes to a party if I'm not invited. Yeah. So if you don't look at my profile, I instinctively assume that you're not interested and I'm not going down that road, which is totally fine. We don't have to be interested in each other. What we don't have to do is be disrespectful. And I think that piece of this is disrespectful. Yeah. I get it. You get a lot of single guy interaction, whatever. It's not okay. Yeah. You don't get to peer into my world if I can't peer into yours. Yeah. You know well, I, I think mean? there should be some sort of a feature on these sites where if you're saying you don't want a single guys to view your profile, you can't view single guy profiles. Yeah. Like, if you're not interested in single men, that's fine. But just cut that part well, off completely. Or something where it's like, if I'm a single guy, I don't want you to be able to look at my profile if your profile is set for single guys not to look at your profile. <laughs> I know it's getting fucking complicated, it's really complicated now. complicated. <laughs> but, yeah, I just... Think they're you know again it's this hierarchy right it's especially in the lifestyle it's it's the couples it's the single females and it's the guys at the fucking bottom yeah right it's always that way and listen single guys i'll give single guys a tip as well as the couples we'll do a two for today you got to know your fucking worth you know my bio is real fucking clear now i'm in a unique position because i'm not quote unquote single guy solely i'm a coupled guy who plays as a single person so i have a bit of a different perspective obviously And I have a different set of guidelines. And my profile is real fucking clear. So if you're looking at my bio and you reach out to me, I have got to assume that you've read it, understand it, and are okay with it, which is awesome. And then we can go forward. Now, that's not always the case, as I have found out. But at least if you're reaching out, I will do the courtesy of responding to you in, in kind. But guys have to know their worth. And that's a lot of times I think what couples problems are where they stem from with single dudes because guys are fucking dumb when it comes to this stuff. Well, a lot of guys don't have the standards that I think are necessary in order for you to be taken seriously. Well, but that's a problem because I think part of that is that they haven't been, I think they feel like they haven't been given the opportunity to have standards. Well, they should have fucking standards. I agree. You should hold yourself to a higher standard, but when, you know, in a situation, and hold other people to a higher standard, for sure. But in a situation like this, where it's like, well, we're the couple, we're at the top of the fucking, you know, the pedestal, you're at the bottom, and we'll let you know when we're interested. I guess after a while, a single guy could be like, fuck, I guess I just got to take what I got to take, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, if I want to be in this lifestyle, this is just how I'm going to be treated. Instead of, and we know some of these guys, our friend Theo is, I mean, I... Man, the guy, he's so, he's awesome. He knows his value. Yep. You know, he's a single dude, a legit single dude. He is not a coupled person, but he is not going to put up with bullshit. No. He knows what he brings to the table. And if you don't want to interact with him, cool. But don't expect him to, you know, acquiesce and kowtow every time you snap your fingers. Right. Not going to happen. And I think, guys, if they started holding themselves accountable, they started to hold themselves to a higher standard and, and people reaching out to a standard, I think a lot of this stuff just takes care of itself. I agree. But that's my bitch. I don't like it. (laughs) If you're going to look at my profile, at least give me the opportunity to look at yours. And really, honestly, for me, it's because I want to thank you for looking. Yeah, we're in a really unique position because we are obviously a couple in the lifestyle, but we really don't play as the quintessential couple in the lifestyle. So we both get to kind of peer behind the curtain of what it's like to be a single woman and a single man and the different things that you put up with. And it's really interesting to see the behavior of couples and to think of how long we've been doing single guy tip of the week and have very rarely talked about the, I mean, we have lately the last few months talked about the deplorable behavior of couples, but it was never a focus for us before because we weren't really seeing it from that perspective. No, not at all. And again, now that I am 
kind of, you know, I present myself in that way. Although in my bio, it's very clear that I am a coupled person. It's very clear. Yeah, but I don't even understand why that should matter. What You deserve more respect because you're part of a couple? Well, for me, I put it in there predominantly because I want people to reach out, who reach out or even look, to understand that I am not your quintessential single guy. And I say it in there. I'm, I'm not going to drop everything on a minute's notice and meet you two hours out of town. My time with my partner is far more valuable. I mean, I go through the whole thing. I don't want people to reach out with any kind of misunderstandings about how I'm going to behave in this situation. Right. Don't want to waste everybody's time, my time or theirs. So yeah, I think that's important. You've got to lay all that stuff out. You know, I actually had a couple reach out who clearly didn't read the bio. They looked at my pictures. They sent me a message. Hey, can you send us a message? Let us know what your situation is, what your limits are, what your boundaries are. I simply sent back, please just read my bio in its entirety. We're all done here. <laughs> it's real easy. Yeah. We're, th- after that, we're, this is a, it's a wrap. You just let me know what you think. Of course, I never heard back because <laughs> either they don't want to take the time to read it or they read it and they're like, oh, fuck that. You know, we're not in charge. Yeah. That's a problem. It needs to be mutual. It's an equal, yeah, yes. equal pleasure, equal benefit. Yes, 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 As soon yes, as people yes. start seeing that and understanding that, it's going to, everything will be better off. Yeah, I think, again, I just think guys need to do a better job of, of putting themselves in a place to be successful. And that starts with holding themselves to standard. Agreed. You know? So there's your single tips, folks. You're welcome. Couple and single tips. And definitely reach out. I'm really curious. Anybody who listens, let me know what you think because maybe it's me. I I could be fucking wrong. I just want to know what people think about that concept of some people being able to view and message and others not being able to because of their relationship status or whatever the case may be. Right. So I here's what it is. And once again, we'd love to hear from you guys on this. But I think that there are certain things that have happened in the lifestyle for so long that we no longer question them. Oh, fuck, a thousand percent. We see and hear this all the time. We're dealing with it right now. Like the single guy thing has been such an issue and couples have dealt with so much bullshit from single men that it's like we just paint all of them in the same color, the same light and assume they're all the same and they all deserve deserve the same treatment. And you know what I mean? Like we don't stop and question. Well, but but have we seen all that deplorable behavior from single men or have we simply deflected all of the other deplorable behavior from couples because the single guys yeah. are the low hanging fruit and it's easier? Sorry, no, single guys are still assholes. I would say oh, 90, a thousand percent. 90 percent of the single men that are trying to be in the lifestyle are f- full of fucking shit. A thousand percent. I don't disagree. But should we simply discount the other deplorable behavior from single gals? Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. No, I, I mean, see what you're saying. And in addition to that, there are those 10% of single guys that are amazing and deserve total respect and to be treated as equals. So, yeah, yeah, obviously kind of went off on a rant there, but I think it was an important thing to talk about because like we've been saying for a long time now, we want to question the things that are going on in the lifestyle that are maybe not as great as they could be. Listen, I don't want to question them. I want to turn them on their fucking head. Yeah. You know, which is why we are preparing to do a lot of things that we're preparing to do. It's time to make some fucking changes and and get some attention on some of this stuff. And let's do it. Fuck it. I'm, you know, now that I'm behaving to some degree like a single guy, at least, you know, online, uh, I'm seeing it. Well, I behaved as a single lady during the encounter that we're going to be discussing today. So much fun. Yeah, let's get to the sexy shit. Yes, we absolutely need to. I'm so excited to share this story. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. 
This episode of FPS is brought to you by Laurels. Have you ever been at a play party, you meet someone new, and you're really excited to receive some oral from them, but you're just not quite ready for that skin-to-skin contact? There can be a lot of reasons for that, too. Maybe you're still getting comfortable and you don't want to feel too exposed. Maybe you're on your period and you don't want to create a mess. Or maybe you're feeling really insensitive down there and oral would be just a little bit too intense. No matter the reason, Laurels can help. They are single-use natural latex panties designed to be worn during oral sex and rimming. They're ultra thin and the latex feels so good against your skin. It's also super stretchy, which makes it easy for your partner's tongue to be anywhere and everywhere on you, as well as their fingers. Laurels can also be great for exploring kinks like teasing, latex sensation play, and BDSM. Ripping off panties, anyone? It's one of my favorite things to do. I will say I also feel very sexy wearing laurels because they're these perfect black cut panties. Like I said, they feel so good against your skin. And I definitely recommend them. Brian and I have actually used them several times. I used them once when I was on my period so I could still get all of the oral from him that I wanted. And it felt so good. So listeners of our show, show are going to receive 15% off of your laurels purchase today when you go to www.mylaurels.com. That's www.mylaurels.com and use code FPS at checkout. Again, 15% off at mylaurels.com with the code FPS. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Sling It Bikinis. The next time you go to a sexy pool party, you are going to want to make heads turn. Who doesn't love that extra attention? And trust me when I tell you, you're going to receive all of the attention when you wear the Sling It Bikinis. They are so sexy. They come in all sorts of different styles specifically meant to allow you to show off your curves. The designs come in an array of different selections and colors, my favorite being the hot pink. And I love their My Michelle bottomless sling bikinis because it shows off the entire booty. That's just one of the awesome designs that they have, though. And we'd love for you to go check out the full line of sling bikinis and monokinis, as well as their adorable pasties at slingitbikinis.com and use our promo code, which is FPS20 for 20% off site wide. Again, that's sling itbikinis.com code FPS20 for 20% off of your purchase. This episode is brought to you by our partners at Promescent. Us lifestylers know how important it is to make sure that you have the right protection. And if you guys are anything like me, you're very picky about your condoms. I am. And I like to search for the ones that feel the best for me. I'm selfish like that. What can I say? And I absolutely loved the ribbed condoms from Promescent because they incorporate these little ridges along the length of the condom that provide extra sensation for me. Plus, they're lubricated on the inside to reduce friction so that my partner also has an amazing time when they're with me. That is just one of the products you're going to find at Promescent. We always say you need to fill up your swinger bag with all of the essentials at Promescent, like their condoms, their before and after wipes, another one of my absolute favorites, and their water-based and aloe vera lubricants. They are so fantastic, and we are thankful to be able to provide a discount for our listeners. If you go to promescent.com and use our promo code, which is FPS15OFF, that's FPS15OFF, you're going to get 15% off of your order. Again, that's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com, promo code FPS15OFF for 15% off of your order. 
So this is fitting. Last week we talked about Leah and you guys, I'm sure, will remember the amazing experience that I had with her. Today, I get to talk about her partner. Yeah, well, listen, Adam and Leah, and we talk about this a lot. The way that we prefer to play for the most part and interact with folks in this space, particularly with couples, we want to be friends. Yes. We enjoy spending time with our play partners as friends, as vanilla friends. We've done a lot of vanilla shit with Adam and Leah as well. And they have become, I mean, they're just awesome people anyway. And they have become real friends of ours. I mean, they're going to be lifelong friends. And I just like being around them and... This particular date that you went on was really unique. And that doesn't happen with people who are not uniquely friends. Yes. There's just no way this type of situation occurs. This situation also doesn't occur unless you are incredibly comfortable in the lifestyle. Like, these are very drama-free people. These are people who understand that it's about fun and it's about connection. And, I mean, for Leah to allow her husband to come hang out with me all evening long... A date. This was a legit date. Yes. Yeah. And we were together for hours and I loved that we could do that and we could have this, you know, great experience together. There was no concern on his part of checking in or anything like that. I'll also say they started playing separately very quickly early on, I should say, in their lifestyle journey, which I also think speaks to just how connected they are and how amazing they are as a couple. Well, we No, the folks that we, I mean, the people that we're friends with that we know in this space that play the way we do, which is, you know, again, we have no problem playing alone. We play separately. It's what we prefer. Um, Once we have formed relationships, obviously, we will go out on, you know, friendly dates and then maybe that turns into play or it doesn't, whatever the case may be. The folks that actually play that way in this space do seem to me to have a very different connectivity with one another. Yeah, they're I think, on a different level. I think you have to because you ha- your communication has to be so solid. You have to constantly be thinking of boundaries and talking through those things because I think a lot of the reason, and I- I'm not shitting on people that play in the same room. That that's not the point of this at all. But I do think there's a certain level of comfort in that for people. It's you have more control over the situation when you're in the same room, you're, you know, one bed over or on the same bed as your partner versus when you're playing separately, you really have to relinquish some of that control and you have to have an immense amount of trust in your partner. Well, the skill set is not doesn't need to be the same. You really don't have to give as much thought to a situation like that as you do your partner playing separately and away from you. Right. That's a that's a very different set of tools that you need in your box. Yeah. You know, so to speak. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, I said box. <laughs> yeah. And so I love that they play separately the way they do. They're so drama free, like I said. And it gave us the opportunity, as in myself and Adam, to go have a drink together and just connect and talk and laugh and joke and then have super fucking hot sex afterwards. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't really heard much about this story except for a couple of funny pieces of it, I think, <laughs> that uh, will, people will find amusing. But yeah, I don't know much. I'm, I'm excited. It's always fun when you thoroughly enjoy being with the person that you're with. As I've, I've said this many times, it doesn't really matter the situation or the scenario. If you haven't enjoyed yourself, we simply do not benefit from it. Right. And there, it, it only makes it that much better when afterwards you're, you know, you're euphoric and giddy and you've really enjoyed yourself. And that's what we have 
I guess in this last, I don't know, 10, 11 months on the road, what it's really done for us is we've honed that skill, benefiting from getting what we want out of all of these different situations. And finding the right situations. Yeah, and and being okay with having to turn down opportunities or what would appear to be an opportunity for the right opportunity. Yeah. You know, that's the key. So... I have to say, yes, there were a couple of awkward moments in all of this, and it would not be a me and Adam story if that wasn't the case. Because no, because you're both awkward as fuck. are so fucking awkward. Yeah, I can't imagine the two of you together. It's hilarious. I'm sure. Yeah, you're both super, you're equally awkward. <laughs> I will also say the other thing that was so exciting about this situation for me was how much anticipation and excitement there was leading up to the date, because... I, one of the things I've learned about myself and I've talked about it on the podcast before is the more that I'm excited, the more time and thought I put into getting ready and really dolling myself up and making sure I look how I want to look when I go on the date. So that's really fun for me. It feels like I'm, I don't want to say like playing dress up because that's not what it is, but you know what I'm saying? I, I really think through those things and it's exciting for me to feel feminine and Make sure my skin feels amazing. Make sure my hair is perfect. Pick out the perfect outfit. I changed my outfit three times getting ready for this. Well, you know, getting what I would refer to as date ready is part of the seduction of all of this for us, right? Yeah. It's it's part of that enticement. It's part of the enhancement of what happens when you and I get back together because you've taken the time to do all those things and in you doing so... It means that it matters to you. Therefore, with any luck, the experience is that much better than it would be. And then our experience is that much better than it would be. Yeah. You know, it's again, it's it's the cover charge, right? We talk about it all the time. To get to us, it's the cover charge. All these things added up are, are what make the the night that important to us. Yeah. You know? So And I think the same for both Adam and Leah. If I'm not I mean, I'm pretty sure that's probably the the similar mindset that they have. Probably. So here I have tried on three outfits. I have finally picked one out. I'm ready to go. You and I actually went and sat and had a drink together first. Yeah. And I liked that too because it was it was kind of our time to talk about the evening and for me to share how excited I was about it. And I liked that. I feel like we need to do that more often. Like if no, I'm going to go fun. have a date with someone else, you and I having kind of a pre-date where we get to just touch each other and talk about what's going to happen and have that anticipation building up and all of that was very exciting for me. Well, it's it's good because we get to spend some time together first, right? Like you said, we went out and had a drink. We had, I think we had about an hour or so before you were meeting him. I was dropping you off anyway, and I was going off to do my own thing because Adam was going to drive you to our place where you guys were going to play. So I wasn't going to be there anyhow, which worked out really well. And yeah, I think that's the kind of thing we should do more often. In fact, I was thinking, especially when we get settled, we finally get to Vegas, when you have a date with someone, or I do, or whatever the case may be, you going someplace and then me meeting you there and having a drink, and then your date coming, my leaving... That's kind of an interesting concept. We haven't really done that before. Oh, I that would like be fun. that. Why yeah. do you like that? I don't know. There's something about that dynamic, I think, that that's interesting. Like, you know, I'm meeting my partner for a drink. We're going to have this kind of moment together before she goes out on a date. I then leave, of course, and then you're met by your date. And then you guys go off and do your thing, and then we reconnect. I just like the the synergy of that. Yeah, you know? I do too. I dig that. I think that sounds hot. So we went and had a drink together. Then you drove me and dropped me off at the place I was meeting Adam. And he and I, he was already there. So we sat down at the bar together. Like I said, had a drink. And I will say, 
I've talked in the past about being fucking awkward with Adam and him being kind of awkward. I didn't really feel that this time when we were just sitting and, and hanging out. I think we've gotten past that. No, the two of you have awkward as fuck. Well, maybe we're just so awkward that we no longer feel awkward. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's awkward people don't know they're awkward. <laughs> Un, you know, until they're obviously in the I'm, presence of other non-awkward people. That is not true. I know for a fucking fact I am an awkward motherfucker. Yeah, but in certain circumstances, until it's like obvious because you're around people who are not as awkward as you, it's like, <laughs> oh shit, I really am a clumsy person. I don't didn't realize this was a thing. Yeah, yeah. so I think that's that probably could, what happened. That could be it. But anyway, we sat and had a drink together and it was really fun. We talked about, you know, his work and we talked about life and, and all the things that we like talking to our friends about. Very little to do with sex during all of that. There was a little bit of flirtation. I was wearing a fairly short dress and there was one... And no panties. I'll just throw that out there. Shocker. And there was one point when he definitely put his hand on my thigh and was kind of like rubbing it and kind of rubbing up a little bit. There was a family sitting behind us so it wasn't like we were going to be groping each other or anything like that. But I did like that flirtation and I like that he had the confidence to do that because... Like I said, we've been kind of awkward with each other in the past. And for him to feel comfortable enough to rub me like that, I was very turned on. Well, that's the other thing. Like, you know, I, I had this conversation with somebody not too long ago. When we go out with our friends in a situation like you did, like if I were with Leah, because obviously she and I have had drinks together and lunch together and that kind of thing. You already know, you know, you're, you've been physical, right? You're, you're friends at that level. You know that's coming. Right. This isn't like a date where you're meeting someone for the first time and it's kind of a vanilla environment and you don't know that potentially at the end of this is going to result in you being naked with this person. Right. That's pretty much a foregone conclusion. Right. So you don't need to be super fucking worked up over that or trying to work that out in your mind. So it just becomes that much more relaxed. You can just relax. Yep. We're going to have a drink. Or we're going to have a meal. And then we're going to bang each other's brains out. We know that's happening. Yeah. And we know so, we like banging each other's brains out. Yeah. And it just takes all of that kind of awkwardness out of it. So then he and I leave, we get in his car and we drive here and I go to open the door to come inside and I realize I don't have a fucking key. Yeah, key was in the truck, which I had. And yeah. so, of course, you're so you called me and I thought, oh, shit, this can't be good because it was like, I don't know, an hour yeah. after. I'm like, oh, shit. And I was already, you know, out and kind of hanging out. I was listening to some music and you're like, hey, don't have a key. Okay, fuck. I'm like five miles away. So I'm like, on my way. Haul ass over here. So I pull up and I see Adam's car, of course, in front of our place. Only I don't see the two of you. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, sh they couldn't have gotten in. What the fuck did they go? So I walk over and I unlock the door and then the two of you get out of the car. You're like teenagers. You're making out in the fucking back seat. Oh, no, we were in the front seat, first of all. And let me tell you, I'm in love with his fucking car. It has this beautiful white leather inside of it and it already feels sexy. So when we couldn't get inside, I was like, let's just get back in the fucking car because I love it so much. So we're sitting in the front seat and of course we cannot keep our fucking hands off each other we're all over each other and i love making out in a fucking car i yeah, love it because you're a kid at heart and you're still a teenager i get it <laughs> it's so it's fun to me it's thrilling and i mean obviously it was dark and he has tinted windows so i wasn't super concerned. i didn't even see you guys i walked right past you yeah i wasn't super concerned about anyone seeing us but it is that feeling of like you know all the window we can see out right and all i keep thinking is like it would be kind of sexy for someone to walk by right now as we're like all fucking over each other. Well, I did, but I didn't see you. 
So, in fact, I didn't have panties on. He starts playing with my pussy a little bit in the car. I'm not surprised. So, we're making out with each other. He reaches between my legs, starts rubbing on my clit, and I almost came from that. I was so fucking worked up, and I'm dripping wet, probably on his fucking leather. I'm sorry about that, Adam, but... I, it was probably not the first time if I had to, if I know Adam and Leah. Yeah, no joke. Knowing Leah, that was not the first time. It's uh, it's not the first bottle of fluid that's hit that seat. On this heat. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was fun and it was very exhilarating for me. And it was also a good build up to come inside because I mean that situation could have been really weird, right? Yeah. I don't have a fucking key. We didn't plan ahead. I'm a fucking idiot for not grabbing the key. We could have sat out on the fucking picnic table and twiddled our thumbs for 10 minutes. And instead, we get in the car and have this ridiculously hot makeout session. Yeah. Look, again, it's because we're, you know, of the relationship that we have with certain people like Adam and Leah. It doesn't become that big a fucking deal. You know, you just call me and go, hey, I can't get in. And then I show up. And then we don't even, you know, he says hello to me, hugs me. Hello. I walk right past you guys. I kiss you. Hello. And I go back to where I was at, at you know, to the bar hanging out. That then- was the funniest part. So you unlock the door for us. And then you immediately come over and like, oh, hey, Adam. <laughs> I didn't even see him. Yeah, I didn't see him. It was really funny. So anyway, you then leave. He and I come inside and we pretty much went straight to business. I went in and got changed into something and I came out and we are just because we'd had all of this foreplay in the car. We were just ready to get down to fucking business. Yeah, I'm sure. I will also say, however, the dog was a fucking issue. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me that, that she, she was, was a total cock blocker. She was hyper and she was all over us and I was really trying not to fucking focus on that. But once again, you got to have these awkward moments, okay? When I tell the story, I have to share the awkwardness because I think part of it is kind of silly, but the other part of it is it's real. Like, you know, sex is not all beautiful and amazing all the time. There's these awkward moments that happen and they're they're funny. I, I guess, guess right? yeah, and annoying, whatever. Yeah, in the more in the moment, I was like, "Oh my god, this fucking dog!" <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me. So I come out and we're we sit on the couch for a couple of minutes and we are just full on making out with each other, hands all over each other, just like they were in the car. I start rubbing on his cock. I can feel him getting hard. And then I'm like, I need to suck your fucking cock. <laughs> like, right now, I need to suck it. There's something very erotic to me about feeling a man get hard, but he still has his pants on. I don't know why. Maybe it's like a tease to me. Probably. Like, I know it's in there, and I'm so close. My hand's on it. It's like Christmas. You know there's something in the box. You gotta unwrap it first, though. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's very fun. I don't know. I just really, I liked that moment a lot. So, Fairly quickly, we start taking clothes off. And, of course, Adam has these great boxer briefs on because he fucking always does. He always has the best and... Were they dinosaurs or something? No, I I don't remember what the design was. I just remember they're very chic looking because he always has the best men's underwear. Wherever he's getting them, he should be recommending them to everyone. Well, if you're going to wear underwear, they should be cool. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I know. know. Fucking hate underwear. I know you do. You're so funny that way. I don't love underwear. I don't think anyone loves underwear. It's just kind of a necessary evil. I don't think it's necessary. Okay. Well, anyway. (laughs) So pretty quickly, he takes his boxer briefs off and has this gorgeous cock pop out. I love Adam's cock. He has the perfect cock, in my opinion. Perfect size, perfect girth. It's not gigantic but it's far from small or even average size it's just a beautiful fucking cock. well but let's be honest have you ever met a cock you really haven't liked yeah have yeah. you because i i mean i don't know the last time you've ever you came back and was like like i just didn't like that cock 
I think I attract a certain type of cock. <laughs> yeah, you, you do, for sure. There's that. But yeah, I mean, I've seen cocks that I, I wouldn't like write home about. Yeah, but as of late, you've been very fortunate. Yeah, I've been very lucky. I think it's good cock karma. That's what I'm having right now. Okay, you just keep doing what you're I'm doing. I'm manifesting good cocks. Are you? <laughs> So anyway, of course, I have to start sucking on this amazing cock, and I do. And that doesn't last for very long, though, because pretty soon Adam's like, I want to go down on you. So I kind of hike up my lingerie, I get on the bed on my back, and Adam starts going down on me. And he's so fucking good at oral because he understands it's not all about the clit. Like, he understands that there are other erogenous parts of my pussy. Yeah, and you know why? I'll tell you why. Because of Leah. <laughs> Leah tells you what the fuck to do. Yeah. Figure it out. He has a very communicative partner who yes. really understands what she likes. She will let you know whether you are in the right region or not. Yes. Absolutely. I like that he pays attention a little bit to like the pussy lips, for example. Yeah. And he kind of licked like the whole of my pussy a little bit. And of course, because I am so worked up and he is doing all of the right things, I come very quickly from it. And then I want to suck his cock again. So I spin myself around on the bed. My head is like hanging off of the bed and his cock is pretty much perfect height for me to be able to suck. And so I'm going to town on his cock. I'm kind of lightly touching his balls because he's told me in the past that he really likes that. And then, of course, the dog starts jumping on him. So that ru- <laughs> ruins the moment a little bit. But we we kept going through it. We powered through. And what I really liked is Adam, when I was touching him on the couch and everything, like I said, I, he was getting hard. When I start sucking Adam's cock, he gets rock hard. Yeah, like, welcome to biology. What I know, but it's like so hard. It's this crazy erection to the point that he has like the pulsating veins going and all of that shit. And I find that so sexy because to me, it's like, I know without any doubt in my mind that you are super fucking into this experience. And not to say if you're not rock hard, you're not, but it's just a nice physical reminder, a nice aesthetic reminder that he wants to fuck me really badly. Yeah, things are firing <laughs> on all cylinders when that's a, that's happening, for sure. So I, of course, want him to fuck me pretty quickly. He gets a condom and we start with him on top. And this was kind of a sexy view because we had all the lights off and I just had these two kind of glowing lights past us, right? Like in the living area. So I had our our really light, dim light on. And then I had this blue light that we have and they were both glowing behind Adam. And I could, you couldn't really see much because it was so dark in the bedroom. And I loved that because you've got this blue light hitting him from the back as he is getting ready to sink into me. I've always said there's moments in each play session that stick with me. That was one of them. This blue light hitting him as he's like lowering his body down to start pushing his cock into me to fuck me. So fucking hot. I like the sound of that. Yeah, it was very sexy. So, of course, he starts fucking me and it's amazing. I can tell I am dripping wet. In fact, it's like... I kind of like squishing as he's fucking me. I'm so wet. I'm just, I'm so into this whole thing. I'm so into Adam. I'm so into what's happened up to that point that I'm just dripping wet. And I fucking loved that as well. And I'm grabbing him around his arms and while he's fucking me. And it, it did feel a little bit carnal. I think we were both just so into it in the moment. And we both wanted the sex to be happening so badly that that touch was just very 
well, you forceful, work, not well, in a bad way. Well, working up to it, of course, it's like, you know, you go and have a drink and you have a little something to eat and time, you know, the clock is ticking, of course, and you're teasing in the car. It's all that anticipation, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, like I said, you know, essentially what's coming, but the longer it takes to get there, it's just, you're just so built up. Yeah. Loved it. So... Pretty quickly, he tells me to spin around on the bed. So I get on my hands and knees. Adam starts fucking me from behind. And his cock is perfect for that position. It's like curved in just the right way that when he's fucking me from behind, it drives me crazy. He is grabbing onto my ass. He's kind of squeezing, but not hard. He spanks a couple of times, but not overly aggressive. And I I liked that because the sex was so good and his cock is so good that it allowed me to just focus on that. Like him pumping in and out of me and I came at least twice I think I came three times and the last time was hard I mean I lurched myself forward I don't even remember if he stayed inside of me or not because there was just I I lost everything it was just such an intense orgasm my legs were shaking my arms were shaking in fact I couldn't even fully hold myself up with my arms anymore I almost had to kind of like lurch down onto my elbows so that I could keep myself up it was that good of an orgasm from suffocating yourself in the pillow yeah exactly well i love suffocating i know you do (laughs) i will totally take a a deep breath and let you stuff me right into a fucking pillow that is just fine by me you heard it here first (laughs) i don't think that is the first time no probably not i would be very surprised but yeah i loved all of that and then we kind of stopped and adam hadn't come yet and I wanted to make him come because I had come so many times up to that point. And I don't want to think of sex in terms of success as whether or not somebody comes. But you kind of do. Well, you want... You just want complete satiation for the person you're with, particularly if it's someone that you care about and really enjoy being with. Yeah, I guess that's my whole thing is like, I didn't want him to leave and have to drive all the way home because he lives like 45 minutes from us. That's a long drive with a hard on. Yeah, I didn't want him to be like blue balling it all the way home or to get home and like pounce on Leah if she wasn't wanting that. You know what I mean? Or like wasn't ready for that that intensity. Right. I, I just wanted to make sure that he left here very happy. Yeah, of course. So I start sucking his cock and I started i was sucking it from the side for a little bit and he was kind of playing with my pussy while i was sucking his cock and then i decided i wanted to go to work i wanted to make sure i was giving this cock as much attention as humanly possible so i get in between his legs and my feet are kind of dangling off the bed once again cock blocker lola the dog starts biting at my feet because she wants fucking attention i didn't even care it was like nope we're just gonna focus on adam and his orgasm right now that is the only thing that matters (laughs) So I am sucking this cock like it is the last cock I'm ever going to suck. I will honestly say that. I was so worked up. I was so turned on. I'm still soaking wet. And like I said, I want to make him come. So I'm pumping my mouth up and down on this thing. Adam has told me in the past what he likes in terms of intensity. So I was really focusing on that. I was I was going fairly quickly, but not jackhammer style. I was using one of my hands to motion up and down with my mouth. So I was covering as much of the cock as possible. Every once in a while, I would kind of deep throat it and keep my throat down on it. And of course, his cock is literally hitting the back of my throat because it's large and beautiful. 
and I was kind of rubbing my hands up and down his thighs. I fucking love Adam's legs. I've said it before. They're manly. They're muscular. They're fucking beautiful. So I'm rubbing my hands up and down while I'm sucking this cock, and he tells me he's getting close, and I know when Adam's getting close. I've been with him enough times to know at this point that when he starts that trembling, when his legs start to tremble just a little bit, and then it kind of picks up intensity, he's getting there, and I love that. I love knowing that it's coming because a lot of guys in the past, the, it'll it'll just happen or they'll just say, I'm about to come and then they come. Well, it's also being able to read your partner after having been with them for you know a number of times. It's just yeah. something you, you, know, you become attuned to. Yeah, absolutely. I pick up on the cues. I understand how his body works, the physiology of it. And I, once again, I love that. There is something so sexy about knowing someone on that level because- if you just have sex with a person once and never see them again, you're you're missing all of those nuances. For all sure. of those sexy, erotic nuances are completely lost on you. Yeah, there's something to be said for that kind of anonymous one-time, you know, one-off deal. I mean, there's a lot of heat that can be a- attached to that, but yeah, if you're if it's just a one-time thing, you're you're going to miss out on the details. Yeah. I like the details. I like the trembling, the leg trembling, knowing that he's getting close and knowing exactly how to motion with my hand and my mouth. And I'm also kind of stroking his leg at the same time. And I'm just giving him as much sensation in the spots that I'm I'm fairly certain he likes from what he's told me in the past. And he explodes into my fucking mouth. And I loved that. I fucking loved it because... Well, I mean, a couple things. I love when someone comes in my mouth. <laughs> As everyone who listens to this show knows. I feel like it's kind of naughty. And well, it is, and that's what you are all about. So Exactly. Yeah, it's very fitting of my personality. No, I feel like it's something that feels kind of almost taboo a little bit. Well, it's also one of those things like we've talked about, like if, like if we're sitting at, you know, one of the places that we normally frequent, like, right? And for whatever reason, you were to ask the people that know us, like the bartenders, like, of all the people here in the room... Do you, do you think Brenna swallows? You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, you got the little girl kind of look and you're a little tiny. And, little girl. You know, no, I and don't. You do. I mean, you, and you, you know, it, it, you're much younger than me, obviously. So sitting next to me, you look even more demure, you know? And I think that maybe, maybe at best it would be 50-50, right? I don't think anyone in the room would go, oh, she's a giant slut. Like, no <laughs> one would be able to say that. You know what I mean? Like, no one's going to go, oh, yeah, she's the sluter in the room. That one right there. I Not a chance. That. I love yeah, I that. I love the element too. of surprise. I love people thinking that I'm probably super innocent. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And I only have sex with you. Like, when you have your missionary. little glasses on. <laughs> yeah, and it's like just on my birthday and special occasions. Yeah. You know, and little do they know you're like a sword swallower. <laughs> you should work in the circus. <laughs> I'd probably be really good at it. You probably would. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I just, that's the part I like the best because, yeah, that's your thing. And most people would never see that. Yeah. They'd never get that, like, impression. Oh, I fucking love that. So, anyway, he comes in my mouth and it also tastes delicious. I'm also, I'm going to say this. I can tell when people have a good diet and when they don't based on the taste of their cum. Yeah, by now you should be a fucking expert. I can literally tell, like, if your diet is nothing but fucking fast food, I'm going to taste that in your cum. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. if you ever need a nutrition yeah. expert, I'll be able to tell you. <laughs> if you're eating a bunch of gummy bears, that's going to be pretty obvious. I too. won't be able to tell you what you should be eating. I'll just be able to tell you what you have eaten. Yeah. <laughs> so it tasted delightful. I swallowed it all down. And then we just laid in the bed together. Like I always say, I fucking love this comfort because... You know, I've had some newer partners recently that are very cool people and I really enjoy their company, but 
I can always tell my level of comfort when the sex is actually over. Sure. Because if I'm able to just lay there with you and maybe we're kind of lightly touching each other, but it's not a sexual thing. There's no sex talk really going on. We're able to go straight back into friendly banter. Yeah. And and I feel good doing that. I don't feel anxious. Like I want to jump out of the bed and run out of the room. Yeah, that's never good. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's how when I know that I really have a good connection with someone and that I, I, I feel like they're a friend of mine. Yeah. And that was so the case with Adam. It felt so comfortable, so normal, so good. I loved all of it. I loved all of it, but I loved the fact that it was capped by this incredibly friendly 10 minutes that we just spent like I said, lightly touching each other and talking about fucking nothing. Yeah, well, I think that's what—that's obviously what happens when you're with people with whom you have some form of a relationship and you have a, some kind of history with. And, you know, it's it's comfortable. It's the polite, courteous thing to do, of course. And, and in the moment, it just makes sense, right? I mean, you're just kind of comforting one another after this experience you just had, particularly not necessarily when like when you played with Adam, but when you have those really rough sessions, that's a real important piece of it. That that form of aftercare is a big deal. Yeah. So having that moment, you know, it matters. I think the other reason that this was so good for me, you guys will maybe recall us talking about this last week, but I had had a play session earlier in the day, much earlier, yes. like in the morning. And it wasn't an amazing experience. Nope. I really did kind of feel used a little bit by that experience. And then to go from that to... 10 hours later, having this amazing, connected, fun experience with Adam where it's clear that he wants to pleasure me and he wants to have a, a memorable time with me, that really spoke to me. That contrast was very present in my mind during this entire thing. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it, and that's that comes down to levels of connectivity, right? While you were friendly and you had multiple experiences with the person that you had sex with in the morning which was just not a good experience it's not the same level of kind of relationship friendship that we have with adam and leah it's just different yeah that's all and 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 those differences those little nuances really do make all the difference when it comes to the the physical component of of the relationship yeah they absolutely do so i really appreciated that i appreciated that he clearly wanted to get me off because he did it multiple times to the point that i had an earth-shattering orgasm that left my entire body shaking did you mention to him the experience that you had earlier in the day i don't think we talked about it no i'm just curious because i'm sure if had he known he would have gone even further out of his way to make sure that that was not replicated yeah i mean adam always goes out of his way for me yeah he knows what i like and he's very good in bed period i mean he's just great yeah but just knowing that probably he would have thought wow that really sucks and you gotta fix that yeah maybe (laughs) well we are going to be providing even more behind the scenes info of this particular session during our bonus episode available exclusively on patreon we also just put up a new sex on your terms episode on our patreon community it was fetishes versus preferences and i think that was a really interesting conversation so if you want all of that bonus material as well as other exclusive bonuses make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers and a very big thank you to the newest members of our patreon community who this week are marianne robert and donald thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us if you want to see the naughtier stuff including last week's episode chronicled via video you're going to want to head to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. I have a lot of fun stuff going up there very soon as well. So lots of very slutty fun for you guys to enjoy there. And make sure you find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod 
Media. We're on YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. If you haven't already left us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate if you guys would consider doing so. Leave a couple of sentences about why you enjoy the show. Uh, It helps us a lot and we appreciate it. And what else do we have? So much stuff. We have a jam-packed, uh, I guess, next seven to ten days. Podbash, I think, being the, I think, the most fun we're going to have this year. It's just, gonna, I can't wait. I cannot wait. We have wait. been waiting for ten months, basically, nine or ten months, for all of this to kind of culminate at meeting all of our friends and getting everybody together for simply a fucking party, and that's exactly what it's going to be. We just bought the booze yesterday. <laughs> Holy shit, they looked at us like we were fucking crazy. <laughs> Yeah, the folks in the store legit thought we were fucking crazy. Yeah. So I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, we will not be drinking all of it. But no. <laughs> we're going to be sharing it. <laughs> With a lot of fucking people. <laughs> all right, guys. So stay tuned for uh, a lot more to come, a lot more stories, because I still have had a lot of slutty fun in Florida that you guys haven't even heard about yet. So we're excited to share that with you. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>